You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless extended silver unlimited plan. You get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at just 25 bucks a line per month for four lines. You will save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. Well, or at least a lot longer. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 4-14-24 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines. All on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. This episode brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. I'm a big fan of Uber for myself, but sign me up as a big fan of Uber teen accounts, which is just like it sounds. It's an Uber account for your teen with trackable trips and highly rated drivers. If Uber teen hadn't come in to save the day, then my daughter wouldn't have been able to get to her dance class the other day. And I got to track her ride from my phone. I got text updates. It really is super cool. So if you need help with drop-offs for this or that, Uber teen can be your new best friend and you can get 40% off up to $15 off three Uber teen rides valid for the first 30 days for new users and select markets. Now see app for details, add your teen to your account today. It's super easy available in select locations. Again, see app for details. Sunday sampler time, clips from some of the podcasts from the Nashville Podcast Network. There's nothing else out Sunday anyway, so enjoy some clips. And also, if you enjoy it so much, you may want to go subscribe to it, okay? Four things with Amy Brown. She was joined by a skin and product expert to find out if that snail stuff that she puts on her face really works. It does. Okay. How did you get in here? <laughs> thought I was at home by myself. Uh, and so go go check it out. On Get Real with Caroline Hobby, she talked with Sadie Robertson-Huff from Duck Dynasty on the Bobbycast, Eddie and I went through cover songs that were really good. You may have forgotten they were covers, uh, but also we talked about cover songs that the artist didn't like. So we'll get to that, and we'll talk to Rob Harvilla from the podcast 60 Songs that Explain the 90s. Okay, to kick things off, here we go. This is a clip from this week's Bobbycast. Who's your favorite band of all time? Wow. Who's my favorite band of all time? Or I'll artist. Answer to that. Or they artist. might be Giants. Oh, I love, that's a really good episode. Really good. Really, Thank you. And you know, it's Thank funny you. how, because I, I was introduced to them different than you were, and you referenced this in the episode. Um, I was introduced to them from Tiny Toons. Of course. Of course. Istanbul, Constantinople. Yeah. Or um, <laughs> yeah. the wrestling one, you know, where it's like Triangle Man. Part- meets, particle yeah, Particle Man. Man. Particle Man. That's how I found they might be giants. And wh- how, so if they're your favorite of all time, what about them? Where did you discover them? 
my cool uncle Nick first played Particle Man for me. I, I heard about them a little bit before Tiny Toon Adventures, but not very, not very long before. I was like 12 years old when that record, when Flood came out. You know, and I was like a weird kid. You know, I was what you would call a nerd, I guess, in 1990. You know, and I sort of grew up on like what, like Pee Wee Herman, you know, like the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, you know, Saturday morning cartoons, Looney Tunes, you know, this whole, this whole like Weird Al Yankovic, of course, you know, like this very playful and silly aesthetic. And I just, they spoke to me immediately, they might be giants as like playful and silly, but also like hugely accomplished, you know, and just so prolific. And so great at what they did and so comfortable in themselves. I think when you're 12 years old and you see people who are doing what they want to do and being who they want to be and not really caring how they're perceived by the outside world, like this isn't Nirvana, right? These guys aren't, you know, tough, burly rock guys, you know, they're, they're not afraid to be silly. They're not afraid to be playful. They're not afraid to be irreverent, you know, and that really spoke to me when I was 12 and now I've grown up with them, right? They went through a period where they had, they made kids albums when they had kids themselves. And then I'd play those albums to my kids. You know, it's just, I've seen them probably 12 to 15 times in my life. It's just been the most rewarding musical relationship you know, of my life in that I'm sort of growing up parallel to them. And I, I love that. I think that's why I love the presidents of the oh, United yeah. States of America. Like love the presidents, L listen to every, all the records. And then also even bare naked ladies early. Mm -hmm. And they still, sure, they sure. still do some of that now. But those were kind of the same reasons that I love those guys. Cause it was a great music, yeah. obviously, but it was also fun and goofy and kitschy. Um, and so how do you do a book on this? Because the book is out November 14th. You can pre-order now. You can get a signed book plate still yeah. as of we're recording this right now. But how, what's what in the heck is the book? Like what's in it? What I love about the book, you know, it's based on the scripts that I record for the episodes. Like I write these episodes out, you know, down to the word. And so I have a lot of source material. And what I wanted to do with the book is get these songs interacting with each other. Right. You think about the idea of sellouts so prevalent in the 90s, right? You know, this, this idea of signing to a major label or being on MTV or playing on Saturday Night Live, like you were selling out, like Green Day is accused of selling out, et cetera. But that idea can also apply to rappers, you know, like Ice Cube or Dr. Dre or Coolio suddenly getting famous like in suburban middle America. Suddenly they have this huge pop audience of white kids who have no experience, you know, with living in South Central L.A. And that's that those those rappers really worried about their audience, about the idea of selling out and going pop. And so I wanted to get these songs and these ideas sort of bouncing off each other. And some of it's personal. You know, I can put Celine Dion and Hole right next to each other for personal reasons, just the way that I heard them in high school, just the way that my friends brought me this music. You know, there's a personal element to the book that's supposed to just get you, the reader, thinking about your own personal relationships and these weird confluences you have of different artists and genres, you know, but it's... It, it's as much about, you know, every episode of the show is about one song, one artist. And I bring in a lot of other things, ideally. But I just wanted to get these songs talking to each other across the genres, across the years, you know, across my personal experiences and, and across, you know, just the sociopolitical notion of the 90s. And the way the way we lived it is different from the way we remember it now. I read um, that book, The 90s. From Chuck Klosterman, Chuck Klosterman, who I've read almost everything he's ever written. I love Chuck Klosterman. Like, uh, like Bill too. Simmons and Chuck Klosterman to me are culture people who, mm -hmm. who kind yeah. of talk for me. 
Right. You know, and they right. say things often that I'm like, dang, I've felt that. I wish I could have said that, you know, um, but relatable. Yeah. It's so I guess us being, you know, big nineties kids, it all obviously hits a little yeah. different anyway, but so here's the deal. 60 songs that explain the nineties. Are there pictures in the book though? There are, there are illustrations. There are awesome illustrations okay. by an illustrator named Tara Jacoby. I'm so excited about them. I need yeah, them. That's one of my favorite parts of the book. Okay, yeah. I need them. I need them. Life ain't always pretty, but hey, it's pretty beautiful, thing. Laugh a little more, thing. Tight, tighten up your core, thing. Said EK, you're kicking it with four things. With Amy Brown. Hey, it's Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. And here's what we talked about this week on my podcast. I was intrigued a long time ago and then have tried different snail products or products that have snail serum in them. Right. But really the Biopel Tensage 40 was the game changer for me that really gave me this glow and my skin was really smooth. I just became instantly obsessed and people were asking me, what is going on with your skin? And I just can't help but say, it's snail secretion. <laughs> it's the snail stuff. And so tell us about the snails and what is happening and where it comes from. Sure. Well, you mentioned Game Changer, and that's pretty much anyone that uses the 40s. And that's how most people get introduced to the snail stuff is with the 40s. The Tensage and, 40s. Yeah, the Tensage 40s. And they really love them because they do see an instant improvement, a dramatic improvement, and people comment, just like happened with you. What's so unique about it is the story behind the snail and the snail secretion. So it, it goes back many years ago. There was a radiation oncologist that was very interested in this. It's a particular species of snail. So for you know all the technical gurus out there, this particular species is called Cryptomphallus aspersa. And they are particular to a very specific region in Spain. And that's where they live at the snail farm in Santander, Spain. But the original research on it was for radiation patients. So it's radiation dermatitis. So if anyone out there has ever had radiation treatment done, the skin gets very, very aggravated. So it's very similar to a sunburn. And so first clinical kind of data on this was done during the Chernobyl incident. So this is way back in the 80s. So this has been around a long time. And what really makes it unique is that the secretion is not the same secretion that snails use for motility, okay, to like move around. It's from completely different glands and it's an evolutionary change where these snails were aquatic creatures that then moved to land. And so they had to deal with the ionizing rays of the sun and they developed this evolutionarily change in which there is a secretion from three different glands that have nothing to do with movement. And it was all about to heal their skin. So the skin that's outside of the protective shell and when it would be damaged, whether through injury or through sun exposure, extreme sun exposure, this secretion was healing their skin within 48 hours. So that's why this radiation oncologist was so interested in this because of this incredible healing properties that it had. And then fast forward to today, it's really been perfected in that how they obtain the secretion is extremely important because kind of like 
our bodies with stress, like a little bit, a little bit of stress is good, right? For like athletes, they can perform really well. But when you have a high amount of stress, then that's really not good for the body. So it's the same with these snails is that a little bit of stress causes them to release the secretion. If they have too much stress, then the secretion becomes contaminated. So it's an incredibly like rigorous process that they go through to make sure that each batch they receive has the most viable ability to heal skin. Well, no snails are harmed in the process. That's, I, I, it's so a huge thing. That. Yes, yeah. because if they are harmed, first of all, that really defeats the purpose of having the product and a renewable resource. But secondly, it's like I was saying about the stress, if they were harmed in the process, there would be no viable secretion. It would become contaminated. So that's why the videos I've seen of them in Spain in there, it looks sort of like a greenhouse. Yeah, it's called the snail farm, but we call it the snail spa. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It looks like a spa. It's very relaxing and they're hanging out and nibbling on carrots and lettuce. Oh, it's all organic produce. (laughs) I mean, they really are in it because... Yeah, living their best life. They are living their best life. You know, it's amazing. Very, very well cared for. Okay, so when they are have the right amount of stress, not too much. Not too much. <laughs> and they secrete it, and then that's gathered. And right, then- that's collected. It's purified. Every batch is tested. It's stored so that it contains the most viability because inside of this secretion, so like, great, but what's in the secretion, right? What's doing the work? And so what they identified was a fibroblast growth factor. And I think people are kind of familiar with growth factors and the benefits that they have on skin. But there's also antioxidants in the secretion. And there are other ingredients that we kind of lump into a category called glycoproteins, right? Big word, but things like hyaluronic acid, that's a glycoprotein and hyaluronic acid is in it as well. And so it has this ability to do amazing regeneration of skin cells. And that's what's so important for the anti-aging component of it. So originally looked at therapeutically, but if you look at a wound or a sunburn, things like that, when you look at aging skin, it's very, very similar. It's just a long-term damage that happens. And so the things that can heal for things like radiation dermatology uh, or dermatitis also help with aging skin. And so that's sort of how they jumped the correlation to it for anti-aging. Well, what I mostly use is the Tinsage 40. Right. And I use the Radiance Eye Cream, yep. which is the tinted one with a little bit of shimmer. Mm-hmm. And on the website, it says daytime, but I use it at day and night because <laughs> I love the tint and the shimmer at night. And I also don't want to own two night creams or eye creams. Right, so right. that's not, right, not keep happening. It simple. Keep it simple. And so those are the two that I love, but there is the the Tinsage 50, which I've dabbled with a little bit. I don't know the difference between the 50 and the 40, so I want to get to that in case sure. anybody else has ordered it, and we'll dive into more of what the 10-day treatment is like, sure. because just walking people through, maybe they do end up wanting to try it. Lay out four things that stand out to you about Biopel, and then we can get into all the, the goodies.
So my daughter is actually 16, but she doesn't drive everywhere yet. She just goes to school and then back home. From home to school, that's all we really allow. And she just started this dance class at a place that's a little far away. And we also have a son. You know how it gets. Logistics can be difficult at times. So I signed my daughter up for Uber Teen, and she took Uber Teen to her dance class this week, and it was amazing. An Uber Teen account, it's just like it sounds. It's an Uber account for your teen with trackable trips and highly rated drivers. While I wasn't able to be there with her, I was able to track her on my phone and I got text updates the entire time. And I could tell that she felt a sense of independence. She thought it was super cool. So I definitely felt safe with her using Uber Teen. And if you're ever in a bind, this is something that can for sure come in handy. And you can get 40% off up to $15 off three Uber teen rides valid for the first 30 days for new users in select markets. Now see app for details, add your teen to your account today. It's super easy available in select locations. Again, see app for details. Debit card users. Listen up. You've worked hard for your money. Now it's time to make it work even harder for you with discover cashback debit. Everyone can get cash back on their everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Earn when and where you spend, like the pet store, the grocery store, and even online purchases. And to top it off, there are no fees, period. Yeah, that means you won't be charged fees on your checking account. If you ask me, it's a no-brainer. Transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank. Member FDIC. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Let's do it live. We are the one, two, three, sore losers. What up, everybody? I am Lunchbox. I know the most about sports. So I'll give you the sports facts, my sports opinions, because I'm pretty much a sports genius. What up, y'all? It is Sizen. I'm from the north. I'm an alpha male. I live on the west side of Nashville with Baser, my wife. We do have a white picket fence at the apartment complex. Soon I'm going to have 2.5 kids. And yes, sadly, I will die of a heart attack when I'm 72 years old. Here's a clip from the last podcast. And parlays are so stupid. This is how they build the casinos. This is how they build these sports books. Is that the stat we saw? Is it slots or parlays? I believe parlays. Over slots? I believe so. Oh, but parlays are definitely the most popular sports bet yes. that people make. Over because horses you see that, and everything. You see that big number that you can win, and you most likely are not going to win it. So I took the Toronto Maple Leafs. They win 4-1. to one. Undefeated Liberty. 
Minus four and a half at Western Kentucky. Hockey? No. F- college football. 42-29, Liberty covers, no problem. And I knew they were going to cover. When I turned it, like, the baseball went to a commercial. I turned over in the first quarter. It's fourth and one from their own 17. I mean, you're rotating your TVs faster than DraftKings Sportsbook on second. And Liberty literally was like, you know what? We don't respect Western Kentucky enough. Fourth and one on our own 17. We're going for it. Ray, remember and, Second Avenue for and, the convention. And that's when I realized, you know what? Liberty's going to win this game no problem. They the doors off them. And they got the fourth and one, and they just rolled them the rest of the night. They shelled their puss. Then I am. In this parlay, I also had the Vegas Golden Knights. Dude, you are all in on at least squeezing one hockey into a parlay. I did. I had my beliefs. And and so I was like, oh, my God, I just have one more football game. And I was like, I cannot find the score anywhere. Why is it not on? YouTube TV. It's on tonight. (laughs) It was a two-day bet. So I have. Do I cash out? Because I had the Maple Leafs win, the Golden Knights win, Liberty minus four and a half, and tonight I have Jacksonville State. Stop. Minus eight against FIU. Dude, that's just gross. Cash out and take your money. So. But the fact you've waited already now eight hours, 12 hours. Well, I, 12 I hours. I didn't know Vegas won until this morning. But you still have waited 12 hours. You almost got to wait the whole time. So I can cash out right now for $436. Or do I hold on to the ticket for a chance to. To cash out with eight hundred ninety three dollars. Yeah, that's worth the wait. Yeah, because but right, it's such a and do you know any stats about either team? Do no. you have any Michigan sign stealing? No, I do not. Yeah, see that you're just going cold, dude. You ever go to a bar sober? No. Well, you, guess what? You're going into this bet sober. You don't know shit, and you're just going by yourself into a bar by yourself. Sure, you can get lucky, but the odds are against you. I know FIU's not very good. I know that. From what? Florida Sports Network? Yeah. I mean, we know. I know Middle Tennessee because Bay tells me a little bit. Middle Tennessee sucks. They're terrible. They're terrible. And I believe they beat FIU. And Tennessee Tech just gets in fights and sets fires. But here's the thing. I got them at minus eight. You wake up this morning, the line is now Jacksonville State minus nine. Money coming in on the Jacksonville State Cougars. But it's a lot of catch-up money. I ain't a lot of people betting that. I can't believe that actually changes a line for that game. That's what I'm saying. It tells you how many people in America are betting. That's, it does. <laughs> and, and it's sad That's because sad. I am like, oh my God, what am I doing? I've lost all respect for myself and humanity. That was a wild night. Dude, the difference between my nights and your nights are, I go to bed before all that. And also, you watch so many games, your heart is racing. I didn't even know the score of anything when I woke up. I was like, huh? What is it? No, no. Wednesday? We got, I don't even watch all those games, man. big show at? Oh, I got 20 emails. I, I don't even watch all of them. I can't watch all those hockey games. Right, but you were still flipping back and forth on a Tuesday night, no less. I'll do that on a Saturday. I got all the college. Sunday, I'm flying through games, but it's just gross when you're crossing over to a college game. I understand. If you're winning, please, but it seems like you're B-Marsh chasing. I'm B-Marsh chasing because I've been on a, I've, I've been cold. Trying to bet baseball has been the worst idea of my life. I tried to jump on the Phillies train. I... I don't even know when baseball's on most times. I see the highlights. I take my notes that I need to. It's too late. When you're in the future, it's too late to bet a future. So that's why I'm really not even invested in this one. Yeah. I gave you guys a flyer, 14 to 1. Nobody in this network or wherever these people are 
knows what a damn flyer means. When I say it's 14 to 1, that's 14 times your money. A lock is even money you bet on a game. 14 times your money is, oh, thanks. Oh, my gosh, you were almost right. They almost made the World Series. That's a flyer. I wasn't it happens, wrong. man. It happens. I was literally 99.999%. F it. Suck it. Goodbye. Hang up. Also, we saw the beginning of the end of the Astros. This is it. The Asteroids. Yes, and for first of all, people that go to the game and you get those expensive-ass seats just because they're getting blown out and it's the last game of the season, out of respect for that team, you should stay there and ch- clap them out. Out of respect for the killer bees, Beggio, Bagwell, and Bagwell. When they when they are get their final out in the bottom of the ninth, you need to stand up and cheer for them and say thank you for a good season. Emptying the stadium is so disrespectful. Hey, ALE theory, always leave early. I did it at Titans game, and we beat the Chargers, beat the brakes off them in the OT. It's sad. It's a Fairweather fan, all that. It, everything is it. It's just you cheer for that team no matter what, and you're there at the ALCS game seven. They are they they came up one game short of making the World Series. To leave early, you're a bitch, and you you're an absolute know, bitch. You want to know how team fans used to be built? When I worked at the Walmart distribution center in San Antonio, you know it well. Yes, it's I actually do. in New Braunfels. It is, but Le- the, if you're heading south, it's on the left. The dude that I used to work with would go to the Spurs games. This is when they were winning the championships. I believe they lost one against Phoenix Suns in there when Steve Kerr was playing for him. Or uh, what's the other short guy that throws the ball? Steve Nash. Steve Nash. He was playing for him. Maybe Amari Stoudemire. I don't know. But he would go to the game, drive overnight, park at the Walmart distribution center, sleep in his vehicle, get two hours of sleep, and then throw boxes the whole next day. Because he was that much of a fan. Smash cut to 2023. These fans are leaving early so they can beat traffic, maybe spank one out before they head to bed, and they get 10 hours of sleep before work the next day. It's just a different culture. And I'll hang up and listen. Yeah, it, I, it was just, it was weird, man. I, I was watching all those people just pour out of the stadium. I'm like, Oh, Guys. it showed them? Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> the Phillies fans Dang. did it in game six. And I'm like, guys, I understand. The only time I leave early is when I have a bowel movement, kids. <laughs> I had I, to go home. I had the Schlitz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is he watching these? I don't know. I haven't talked. I tried to call him. He doesn't call me back. Kid, the Niners haven't won in two weeks. Yeah, they're they're depressed about that. I, I, I'll get to that. I, I called Batter's Box. Yeah. Because. Well, who did you call? Batter's Box. What up, everybody? It's Batter's Box. Because that's another that's reason I'm chasing, man. And. and it's because I, I I did a little parlay on Monday Night Football. The the parlay started on Monday. No, it was Monday Night Football only. Okay. Because That's called a SGP, same game parlay. Yeah, same game parlay. I said, look, you know who's out? Debo Samuel's out. Oh, no. You didn't base it off of who's the out bet. Oh, Justin Jefferson, so that affects the bet. Well, I should have thought about Justin Jefferson being out, so who's going to get more targets? Madison on the, and Addison. Uh, who's going to get more targets on the Vikings? Madison and Addison. The twin brothers. I thought, okay, who is going to get more targets on the Niners? Ayuk is automatically now the number one wide receiver. Jennings. Oh, wait. They're not going to go to Debo, so they're going to dump it off to Kittle more. Boom, boom, boom. Kittle had a monstrously small game. (laughs) So I had both of them over four and a half catches. Nope. Ayuk, 
Had five catches in the first half. So he was good. Good. Kittle had two catches. Kid on the head, too. Kid, I was still celebrating with my Cowboys shirt underneath. Kid. Then he got three. Oh, he was up there, though. Then he got four. Oh! Then he got five. So you won. Nope, I had the 49ers money line. Oh, man. Hey, it's Mike D, and this week on Movie Mike's Movie Podcast, I had director Angel Manuel Soto, who did Blue Beetle, which came out earlier this year. It's a superhero movie, but more importantly, it's the first ever Mexican superhero, which means a lot to me. This movie stood for a lot of things that represent my culture, so it was awesome to get to talk to him. Be sure to check out this full interview on this week's episode, but right now, here's a little bit of my conversation with the Blue Beetle director. Hey, something they mentioned before we got on this interview was the pronunciation of your name, and it got me to thinking, did you draw from personal experience in the movie when they keep calling Jaime the wrong, they keep calling him Jamie, and they're like, oh, it's Jaime. 100%. We we had to, like, that. that's something that's way too common, uh, I guess, to avoid, and the fact that, you know, it is Jaime, but people call him Jamie, and it happened during production, it happened all the time, it happens on interviews, and I'm like, See, it happens, you know, and it happened to me like uh, <laughs> my wife always makes fun of me because at first I used to lose patience, but then I'm like, you know, it's what it is because yeah. uh, it's Angel and they'll be like, can you say that again? I'm Angel, Ang- Angel. How do you spell it? Like angel. Oh, Angel. And I'm like, it, it doesn't work. Repeating phonetics doesn't work for everybody. So I'm like, you know, just... Call me whatever you want, as long as you're being respectful. <laughs> I feel on a personal level, because my real name is Miguel Angel. My dad is Angel. And <laughs> there were a lot of moments of this movie where I felt like, oh, it's just speaking to me. And that was one in particular. <laughs> and even with them, you know, thinking that he is supposed to be at a different location. Like, hey, you're not supposed yeah. to be here. You're supposed to be helping in the back. Oh, man, that's uh, that happened to me and the writer. <laughs> this is the only movie that I've seen twice in theaters this year. I went to go see it. First time in the summer, and I loved it so much that I wanted to take my mom to go see it. My mom, oh, nice. She does not like superhero movies whatsoever. She <laughs> grew up in Mexico, came here as a teenager, but she loves the movie. And one of the things that I found her grasp beyond to was the fact that you committed to using Spanish throughout the entire movie. Did that yeah. feel like a bit of a risk to you? No, no, because that's my life. That's our life. I don't, I don't see it as a risk. Uh, I don't know if the studio sees that as a risk, uh, but. When we were doing it, we had the blessing. I wanted to have more Spanish because the truth is, all those actors, especially like Alberto Reyes, you know, Damian Alcazar and Adriana Barraza, um, their main language is Spanish. And when you speak from the heart, it doesn't matter where you are, you're going to speak from the language that you can better communicate. It happens to me a lot. Like for me, uh, I'm here struggling as I translate in real time. Like if it was for me, I would do this in Spanish (laughs) easily. But our Spanglish is already part of the dynamic. And because we have three generations of family in the film, it felt very authentic. This is how we talk. There's the the old lady that only speaks Spanish, but understands English because she's been here for a long time, but she refuses to speak English. There's the parents that they have to live in both worlds. And there's the kids that are already born there as first generation, but English is their first language, but they understand and they can speak Spanish. So having that work organically, we just went for the organic. We didn't want to force anything. We didn't want to force the wrong English because it felt like that doesn't come from the heart. It would be better in Spanish. 
we didn't do the whole the way Hollywood used to do it, which is like I say something in Spanish and then I right off the bat translate it in English for you know yeah. uh the person that refuses to read subtitles. You know, there's no need for that. So yes, let's swing it because this is how we talk and you hired us for our authenticity. So let us be authentic. And they did. I loved it. I just wanted to thank you for creating a story and creating characters that listen to the music we listen to, eat the food we eat, <laughs> talk the way we talk, drive the cars that we drive. <laughs> and the fact that you put Los Tucanes de Tijuana in a major motion picture was like, I was like, that's it for me. Like, this is going to be my favorite movie. <laughs> well, like, again, like, you know, the same way that we consume Cypress Hill, we also consume the stuff that we grew up in. Like, how how untrue would it be to only play United States top 40 in a old Latino cat? It doesn't make sense to me. We listen to it, but you know what? There's other music too, man. You know, like, mm -hmm. there's more stuff out in the world that's fun that creates a similar emotion you know you can have 80s music in john hughes and we have soda stereo so why not use it like it's it's right there for us so for me it was about let us show the world who how we can be or a portion of everything that we can be and and maybe if we don't conform to the expectations of society maybe we can bring something fresh i don't know really appreciate it love the movie great to get to talk to you oh man thank you so much that was a great talk all right have a good one you too So my daughter is actually 16, but she doesn't drive everywhere yet. She just goes to school and then back home from home to school. That's all we really allow. And she just started this dance class at a place that's a little far away. And we also have a son. You know how it gets. Logistics can be difficult at times. So I signed my daughter up for Uber Teen and she took Uber Teen to her dance class this week. And it was amazing. An Uber teen account, it's just like it sounds. It's an Uber account for your teen with trackable trips and highly rated drivers. While I wasn't able to be there with her, I was able to track her on my phone and I got text updates the entire time. And I could tell that she felt a sense of independence. She thought it was super cool. So I definitely felt safe with her using Uber teen. And if you're ever in a bind, this is something that can for sure come in handy. And you can get 40% off up to $15 off three Uber teen rides valid for the first 30 days for new users in select markets. Now see out for details, add your teen to your account today. It's super easy, available in select locations. Again, see out for details. Debit card users, listen up. You've worked hard for your money. Now it's time to make it work even harder for you. With Discover Cashback Debit, Everyone can get cash back on their everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Earn when and where you spend, like the pet store, the grocery store, and even online purchases. And to top it off, there are no fees, period. Yeah, that means you won't be charged fees on your checking account. If you ask me, it's a no-brainer. Transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank. Member FDIC. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. 
The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. just listened to the podcast with your mom that you did about cancel culture. And I'm like, Oh my God, cancel culture is running rampant, but cancel cancel culture has no God in it because there's no redemption. You know, yep. it's like you yep. make a mistake and You're then done. you have to be punished for the rest of your life. Or maybe it wasn't even a mistake. Maybe just people don't agree with it. Exactly. You know? And then you're just canceled and you just have to live with being canceled and being left at the bottom and thrown yep. out, you know? And that's not of God. Nope. Nope. It's so tough. I would so love tough. to hear your thoughts on this because it's such an important conversation. Yeah, it's so tough. Well, first off, uh, I love what you said. And um, I'll never forget, I was, I think I was 17. I think it was probably right around after getting off Dancing with the Stars. And I went to a passion conference. And I, I do stuff with passion conference now, but this was before I did stuff with them. I was just attending. And I'll never forget, Kristen Kane was speaking, and she said, if the spotlight shining on you is shining brighter than the light coming from within you, the spotlight on you will crush you. And ooh, 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 uh, say that again yeah. to the people in the back. Yes. Wait, we got to hear it that again. It was so good. So she said, if the spotlight shining on you is shining brighter than the spot the, than the light coming from within you, that light shining on you will crush you. And I remember sitting there and thinking like, whoa, that's good. And oh my gosh, I'm getting crushed. And because I felt that I mean, I really felt like I was getting crushed at the time by the the spotlight, like you mentioned, having a, a lot of eyes on you being in the public guy, man, it can be it can be tough. And, and even not that just living life being human, it's tough. There's a lot of pressure that comes with just um, existing, you know. And so it, it is hard when you have this light shining on you and you're, you're trying to do everything for what pleases the outside world. And you're being shaped and morphed by what people want you to be and who you think you're supposed to be and all these different things, but never really being who you are called to be or were actually created to be. And so my whole thing is like live original. We're getting so far away from our original selves. And that's why we we don't even recognize ourselves in the mirror because uh, we're becoming what culture has shown us, what culture has told us. And that doesn't feel um, natural because that's not what we were created for. And so I remember at the time thinking, man, you know, I got to I got to reposition some things. I got to um, step back. I, and I always say this. At that time, I really did truly feel like everyone 
knew who I was except for myself. It was like, everyone knows me except for me. Like they seem to have figured out who I am, but I don't know who I am. So I had to figure out who I am. And I found that solely in Christ. I mean, I found who I am and who uh, God says that I am and who he created me to be and who I was originally made to be. Um, And I, you know, find who I am daily by that same thing, by coming back to Christ, by my redemption story in Jesus, by the blood of Jesus, I'm guided by the spirit of God to go out and do the things that I'm doing in my life. You said before we got on that we have boldness. I find that boldness in Christ before him. I was super anxious. I was like known for anxiety. And I think that's kind of cool because if you read the Bible, in the New Testament, you see like people like Peter, and he was kind of known for his anxiety. He would get afraid uh, in moments, like he would step on the water and he was so bold, and then he'd get so afraid and he'd sink in the water. He'd say, you know, Jesus, I'll never deny you. And then the next day he's denying Jesus. But then fast forward to the next book in the Bible, if you're reading Acts, and it says that Peter was known by his boldness. And so something happened in Peter's life. He no longer was this anxious guy. He was a bold man. Well, what happened? His relationship with Jesus was redeemed. His, he got the gospel. And that's how I feel in my life. It's like, man, I once was this way. Now I'm this way. The old ha- is gone. The new has come. And so that's why I think I am the way that I am. That's why you are the way that, the way that you are. And when it comes to cancel culture, you're right. There's no redemption in it. And what a sad thing. And I think that's why people don't live fully who they are because they're afraid that if they are fully who they are, then people will cancel them because it doesn't agree with the agenda of the world. And so like that cannot be welcome here. But the beautiful thing about us as humans is that we were all individually created in the image of God. We're all different. We are all going to come with a different perspective, with a different view. And that should be welcome, you know? And then I love just the gospel that no one is too far gone for redemption. No one has messed up too far for the love of God and the grace of God to pour over them. So you might be listening to this podcast and I'm on your podcast and thinking, who is this girl? She's talking way too much about the Bible. She's talking way too much about Jesus. And I don't mean to come on here and preach. That's just my story. You know, that's what's changed my life. That's what's, uh, given me new life. And I'm grateful for that. And that's the Sunday Sampler. Really, it's just to put you on a new podcast if you're looking for something new to listen to. New episodes are out weekly. The Bobbycast comes out every Tuesday. Four Things with Amy Brown comes out every Thursday. The Sore Losers are on three times a week. Movie Mike's Movie Podcast. Get Real with Caroline Hobby and more come out every, every, every single week. So make sure you subscribe, rate, and review if you don't mind. Thank you very much, and we'll see you next week. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless extended silver unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plans starting at just 25 bucks a line per month for four lines. You will save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. Well, or at least a lot longer. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. 
Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines. All on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. This episode brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. I'm a big fan of Uber for myself, but sign me up as a big fan of Uber teen accounts, which is just like it sounds. It's an Uber account for your teen with trackable trips and highly rated drivers. If Uber teen hadn't come in to save the day, then my daughter wouldn't have been able to get to her dance class the other day. And I got to track her ride from my phone. I got text updates. It really is super cool. So if you need help with drop-offs for this or that, Uber Teen can be your new best friend. And you can get 40% off up to $15 off three Uber Teen rides. Valid for the first 30 days for new users in select markets. Now see app for details. Add your teen to your account today. It's super easy. Available in select locations. Again, see app for details.